0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Straight Up Sabres, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network and the Charging Buffalo. As always, I'm Brendan. I'm Taylor. And Taylor, the NHL playoffs have been quite eventful over these past few days. Just to give a brief rundown of some of the latest news, on Sunday, the Tampa Bay Lightning ended up taking a 3-0 lead in their series against the President's Trophy-winning Florida Panthers. Game 4 coming up Monday night in Tampa, Tampa looking to close out the series and knock Florida out. Obviously, there's some implications there for the Sabres and our third draft pick in the first round that we'll be getting from Florida there. So, definitely something to keep an eye out for. On top of that, New York ends up getting a little bit closer in their series with Carolina, as now Carolina leads two to one after the Rangers beat the Hurricanes three to one on Sunday. And also going on right now, as we are recording this, Calgary and Edmonton, a series, the Battle of Alberta, of course, is tied at one. The game right now at the end of the first period, again, as we're recording this, is 0-0. Zero, zero. And last but not least, maybe the most eventful of all of the series so far, Colorado and St. Louis. Colorado leads that series 2-1, to one, but boy, oh boy, is, are things getting chippy there, and it is quite dramatic, Taylor. Jordan Bennington yeah. is out for the rest of the series for the Blues after a collision that was with Nazim Kadri, but also, I believe it was Justin Falker, one of the defensemen for the Blues, was involved with that and seemed to be the ones that were at fault there. I don't know what your take was on it, but at least from the angle I saw, it didn't seem as though Kadri, even though he may have a reputation and people always like to bring that up, which I understand he absolutely does. But in this particular instance, it didn't seem like it was uh, malicious intent or anything of the sort. On top of that, tough break for the avalanche, though, as Samuel Girard is out for the rest of the playoffs with a broken sternum. And while that is a brutal, brutal. Well, you know why it's especially brutal too? Because it's, you're starting to protect your heart. Well, yes, that uh, absolutely. Yes. Sorry. I, I meant the implications for the avalanche as well as now Jack Johnson is going to be coming into the lineup for Samuel Gerrard. Buddy. I
1: think if I were a fan of a team in the playoffs, I would rather see Jack Johnson, the, uh, the folk singer come into yeah. a game over, over current
0: NHL, Jack Johnson. Yes. Agreed. So a lot going on there, Taylor. <laughs> Things have been eventful in the second round of the playoffs here. So, I mean, for you, what has been the most compelling series so far? Where have your eyes been the most over these past few days? Well, it. I think
1: the Blues Avalanche. Just because, like, Game One was interesting because the Avalanche had a billion shot attempts and couldn't score. Uh, well, they they won the game still, but like. The first two games, really, it was just like, oh, my God, Bennington was unbelievable. And as we talked about, weirdly, we talked about this multiple times this year, even though we're a Sabres podcast. Uh, for some reason, Billy Husso was, like, incredible for a big portion of this year. And it's honestly one of the, the reasons the Blues had as good of a season as they did, because honestly, like Bennington, going back to last year, has really not been all that great. In fact, he's been pretty bad, considering how much he gets paid. and Husso really. Is the reason the Blues were as good as they were for a while? He was over 930 state percentage, which mm-hmm. kind of random considering the career he's had so far. So when he started to struggle in the first round, it was kind of like, hmm, oh, I mean, this doesn't mean anything good for the Blues. And then Bennington comes in and it's like it's 2019 again. Like he's, right. he's been awesome. So I think that's been really interesting. And, and you know, there's a whole, there's a couple of angles here that I think are interesting. First is that St. Louis, I would have guessed before the season that they were kind of not done being uh, a playoff team, but done being a serious contender. And I never would have thought that they were a cup contender. And now they obviously are. And on the other hand, I would have never guessed. I, oh, I would have been surprised uh, if you told me that the avalanche were kind of having any, any sort of trouble with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, I mean, they kind of are, aren't they?
0: I would say so. I mean, the fact that the series is two to one right now, and like you said, it hasn't exactly been the easiest for them to score. I mean, St. Louis definitely presents some matchup problems for them. If anybody can, you know, if there's such thing as matchup problems for the Colorado avalanche of all teams, the blues are really not making it easy on them. That's for sure. And as I had said before game four in that series coming on Monday night in St. Louis, as they look to even the series up, I mean, do you think there's any chance, Taylor, that St. Louis is going to be able to pull this off against this loaded Colorado team?
1: Yeah, there's always a chance just because, like, it's the NHL playoffs. And like I said, Husset was really good for a lot of the year. But I would I'd obviously lean towards Colorado. But, like, the Blues are deep. Like, the Blues, these seven guys that scored 20 goals, they have experience, they won the Cup three years ago. And it, I, to me, I, I feel like they have some kind of – and you might agree with this, some kind of like skill uh, or, or knowledge or whatever it is, however you want to put it, of being a team that's tough to beat in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. At least they seem to be. I know they weren't really a tough out the last two years, but said so the last two years of goaltending wasn't all that great in the playoffs. So if they're going to get good goaltending, I don't see why not. I mean, they're a deep roster. They're, their forward core is is very deep. Mm-hmm. They have guys that can score on every line and they don't have a superstar. Unless however you want to categorize Tarasenko, I guess, but they don't, you know, they just they have a bunch of guys that can they can throw at you. So like that's a that's a tough kind of team to play against. And like we mentioned with Gerard being out, on the other hand, I mean, Huseo was bad last series, and the Avalanche is better. I think the Avalanche without Gerard, they are still maybe as talented as anyone.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I don't see why not. And honestly, McKinnon. You know, most playoffs I think McKinnon was like coming into this year was like fourth all time in playoff points per game. Not even error adjusted. Like he's just had crazy, crazy point totals in the playoffs. He's been top five in the past in playoff points. He's never been to the conference finals. So I, I really I, I, I'm gonna lean Colorado, but I don't see it as an impossibility that St. Louis wins. But That's I, fair. can I tell you something that blew my mind and we were kind of talking about this? The Battle of you. Alberta what so we talked about how weird it is that two teams in the same division didn't play in the playoffs for more than 30 years do you know why why that is
0: why is that they
1: didn't make the playoffs in the same year for like almost that entire time really so look at this right now i I was when you were talking earlier i opened up hockey reference um so i think we said earlier 92 might have been the last time they played but i'm looking right now uh Calgary made the playoffs from 93 through 96 Uh, Edmonton missed every single one of those years then Edmonton immediately after that makes it 97 through 01 Calgary missed every one of those years and then Calgary makes it like 04 to 09 now Edmonton also made it in 03 so in 04 they're both in it in 04 or sorry no Edmonton was on at no 4 so they didn't make it again and then 06 Calgary and Edmonton both made it in 06 uh Edmonton didn't make it again until 2017 Calgary missed Edmonton made it again in 2020 and 2021 so basically the only years that they have been in the playoffs together before this year in the past 30 years was 06 and the 2020 bubble where almost everyone made the playoffs. So it was kind of the, the fake play in first round, whatever you want to call that. Mm-hmm. That's insane.
0: That's I, nuts. I, wow. I mean,
1: look at it. They're back to back on hockey reference. It, it feels, you know, borderline unbelievable, but so the, they're playing right now. And I believe they're scoreless early in the second period. Uh, that, oh no.
0: Edmonton is up one, nothing.
1: Oh, Edmonton scored. Okay, two so that game one yeah. was the wildest, one of the wildest playoff games of all time. It was honestly, dare I say, more wild than the Sabers Senators game one in two thousand six.
0: Wow, wow, yeah, that's fair. What was the final of that one? Nine to six two nine like, to uh... six.
1: They blew it. A six six one lead, I believe, and still won by three.
0: That's insane. That's it's insane. absurd.
1: Absurd. So I'm looking at the but goal. David now. is
0: really, I mean, while we're talking about this series, too, we should mention, I mean, this guy is just going to a completely different level on top of what already we've been getting out of him. He has been the best player in the NHL. I know, you know, we've talked about. Matthews potentially being up there this year with how well he's played. Also, McDavid had an assist on uh, Zach Hyman's goal. So that's another point for McDavid. 15 assists so far in this playoffs as of right now for Connor McDavid. So Uh, I
1: I looked this up. McDavid has 21 points right now. Do you know how many guys in last year's playoffs, full four rounds, had more points than McDavid has right now?
0: I'll say like two. Two, yeah. Wow. Two guys.
1: He he has more points this year than Stamkos had last year in the playoffs.
0: That's crazy. Wow.
1: Yeah, absolutely absurd.
0: Well, and it just goes to show, too, I mean, we had talked about this, I think, an episode or two ago, that he is ascending now to a LeBron-like level where, of course, you have Drysdale, which, like, great, and you're starting to get more out of the supporting cast, don't get me wrong. But their shot share when he's on the ice, the goal differential, I mean, he is – single-handedly taking over this series for them and while obviously we'll see how this game ends up turning out I, I mean you can't help but just marvel at what he's doing right now and if he's able to take Edmonton to a victory over a damn good and damn deep Calgary team I mean it's it's scary to think if there's another gear there that he could maybe even get to And seeing him in a Western Conference finals setting, albeit it would probably, you know, more likely than not looking like it'd be against the Avalanche, but man, oh man, that will be really something to see. Like, it's going to be one thing if he can take it over the top against, again, like a really great Calgary team. But this next level that we're talking about, that's even crazy to consider because of how good he already is as it is. I mean, if he's able to propel them past the Avalanche, that is like, again, I know he has a better supporting cast, but that's like Le- LeBron taking, you know, Zadrinas Elgalskis and, and Vera Zhao and, and those guys <laughs> to the finals. Like it, it's unbelievable the way that he's, Eric Snow. Right, yeah. Right. Exactly. But it's, I mean, oh, it's, absolutely. it's remarkable.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, to me, honestly, I can't believe how productive he's been like in the, in the past. Like, they, they've struggled in the playoffs, and he's been good, but he hasn't been, like, you know, lighting the world on fire. And, just God, the fact that he might – like, could he have 40 points in the playoffs if they make the cup?
0: That's I insane know, to they, think.
1: They, they're not likely to, to do that this year, but, like, I, I don't remember anyone, like, ever scoring at this base. I think McKinnon two years ago scored in a pretty unbelievable clip, but there's nothing that I remember like this. It's t- game three. It's the second period. He has 21 points
0: unbelievable
1: yeah it's it's absurd and honestly like that's he's already almost a con Smythe numbers
0: it's i mean it's crazy to think like he, <laughs> he, oh that's what's today's date taylor okay so as of yesterday so this is before before this is crazy before he just got an assist there he is at 20.57 expected goals for this playoffs in all situations wow Insane,
1: yeah, no, it's honestly him, like you alluded to there. Uh, just just being like, actually, I know my team sucks, my goaltending sucks, but I'm gonna win this game, right? We're gonna win because I said so. Oh man, but all right, before we get to anything else, let's hear a, uh, a word from our sponsors. Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs? With DraftKings' same-game parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, bet $5 on any NHL team to win, and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's promo code THPN for the Hockey Podcast Network at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details and responsible gambling resources. All right. So to me, it appears that Carolina and Tampa are going to, meet in the Eastern conference finals.
0: Fair. Do you agree? I mean, at this point it is seeming to be that way. Yes.
1: Yeah. There's been only four instances of a team overcoming a three Oh deficit in NHL history. I don't really see Florida doing that. Uh, but you know, when I was watching today, Tampa obviously had a fantastic game. It started to dawn on me, like Tampa could win like five cups. I know that sounds like a- absurd, like overreaction, but like,
0: Jesus. am I wrong? The premise of it, no. I mean, you would like to think that in that time that somebody else is going to be able to take the next step, whether it's you know Colorado or whether it's Florida next year. That's oh god, that's a that's a scary thought to think about, but they're set up to go on a run. I mean, that's why they're such an admirable franchise in terms of their build, it's because of the fact that. They have a good mix between youth and veteran presence, and they have high-end talent on their team, and constantly are able to cycle through and rotate through variations of bottom six forwards and and bottom pair defensemen that they still are able to make productive. You know, it's one year it's Barclay Goudreau, then that you know now it's it's Ross Colton. It just feels like there's always somebody or, or an acquisition that's made or a homegrown talent that they are just able able to leverage and helps just fill out this roster to cons- on a consistent basis be just so rock solid. I mean they're they're built, you know they're they're built for the long haul. Like Stamkos is obviously getting older, and as has had but had they they both have more years in them. I mean so- Kucherov. Kucherov is still pretty young. Braden Point is very young still. As I mentioned, too, I mean, Ross Colton has been, get, has been a quality contributor up and down their lineup for them. Um, you have other veterans on the forward core, uh, among, you know, with, with the likes of Alex Killorn, uh, Andre Palat uh on the defensive end of course there's headman but also too you have the veteran presence in mcdonough but then you have that mix of youth when it comes to a guy like sergachev and even cernak is kind of in that middle ground there where i think he's about 26 or 27 years old so and, and then again you have you know probably the the best goalie in the world or at least the top three goalie in the world and andre vesilevsky so who is also young i mean it's a scary thought, but it's very possible to think about and not something that I necessarily want to think about too much.
1: No, uh, honestly, I was just looking it up though. You know, Stamkos is kind of the, the well, aside from McDonough, maybe the oldest important player on that team. And he's 32. Hadman's only 31. Kucherov's 28. Points, 26. Sergachev's 23. Vasilevsky's 27. Like none of those guys are uh, over the hill really, right. or even about to be. And I just I, I think about it like I look back to the teams that have been great since we've been alive. And the Red Wings won four cups, but their ninety-seven and two thousand eight teams are pretty different teams. I, I'm not even sure how you you look at that. Uh but mm. anyway, I think their 08 is there. I think their 97, 98, and 02 are different than their 08, but however you want to look at it. Uh Blackhawks won three, like we mentioned last time, the Kings won two. The Bruins won one, but they went three times and they've been good the whole time. The Penguins have won three. Like when you look at it, I think Tampa has the opportunity to really be the most dominant. I know we already talked about that last week, but now it's really starting to dawn on me. Like they are 99% probably likelihood to go to the conference finals again, again, it's, not they're really on a, a
0: ridiculous run right now. The the run that they're on is ridiculous, and I just, you know, if they want to sit atop the castle until it's time for the Sabers to to take the mantle from them, then that's okay. But, you know, I, I'll give them two more years. They won't get to five because the Sabers are going to win a cup by then.
1: Oh, that's a good point. I hadn't even considered that.
0: So, all right, exactly.
1: We'll cut them off at four. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, How many uh, other uh, What's that? The other series.
0: Go for it. That's what I was just about to bring up.
1: Uh the Rangers stink. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, even with Shisterkin uh being there, it just it's so evident that Carolina is significantly better than them. And I, it really has been, you know, basically since the, the puck dropped in game one.
0: They, we've all known. I mean, that's why Shisturkin was a, a hard finalist this year, along with the presumable Vesna winner as well. I mean, he's he's the reason they're there. Of course, you know, Kreider had an unbelievable year for them. Zibanejad is great. Capo Kako is a hockey player, but... Nah. It, <laughs> you relatable. know, the Benarin
1: guy's actually okay.
0: Benarin is great. The, like, there's talent there, of course, but the Rangers aren't in the position that they're in without Shusterkin. Full stop. Even though he did give up a softie today. Did you see that goal? No. Oh, man. It was... At his chest and somehow snuck between his arms, it was uh, his arm and his body. Oh boy, that's not good. Come on, yeah. he only has a nine fourteen in the
1: playoffs. Like I said, he, I said this last week, but he had some stinkers against the Penguins. But like they, I mean, the Penguins just—they are playing Louis Domingue. Crosby got concussed. They were they were banged up. Yeah. Same cannot be said about Carolina. Carolina is uh, very much ready to go.
0: Well. It's That's what's so hard in that series. I was realizing it. <clears throat> <Possible. clears throat> Excuse me. I was realizing it as I was watching the game earlier and was like, oh, my God, I do not like either of these teams. I mean, I think I dislike the Rangers less than I dislike Carolina. But to have just not even no rooting interest, just to be watching two teams that, I just want no part of being in the playoffs. It's, it is not fun. And then knowing that on the other side, it's going to be Tampa again, too. That's going to be going up against them. I mean, obviously I would rather have Tampa than New York or Carolina, especially Carolina, but yeah, go Western conference, I guess is what I'm getting at. (laughs) Yeah. Your teams, the blues and the abs,
1: one of them has got to be in the conference final. And then I think whoever wins that is probably the favorite. In the West?
0: Probably the Avs, but you think it what if it what happens if it's uh flames blues? Actually, that's a good point. Because Bennington's out. Well, prob- he might be back for the next series, though. It's not out for the playoffs, just for the series. As of right now, that obviously could change too. It may end up coming out that it's more of a longer term thing, but the only designation that he has gotten so far is that he's out for the rest of the series.
1: Mm, I I really Man, this is going to sound weird, but I really like trust Jacob Markstrom.
0: Wow. I trust him like a lot as a goalie. If they can get well, what about Edmonton and St. Louis? St. Louis is the favorite. In that case, yes. Even with McDavid as good as he is?
1: That's basically it. It's, it's, can McDavid, uh, will a team will a, a significantly inferior team to a series win. Uh, he'd have to do that twice in a row. I would say with the Kings that the Kings weren't super better than Edmonton, but
0: no. Yeah. Huh. All right. Well, there you go. Hey, as a, another update as well, cause we haven't even really had the chance to to talk about it much. How about that? Hey, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Currently facing off against Laval. Uh, it is not looking good at the current moment. At the time of us recording this, it's heading into the third period, and it is four to one, five to one, excuse me now. Yeah. So Amherst seem to be on the way to losing game one against Laval, but heck of a story. Finally getting a couple of playoff series wins. It's been the first time they've been able to do that in over a decade, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, since 05. Oh, five. right? So it's which great is team with like uh, Miller, Roy, Gostad, Popovich, right. Norm, Millie, Norm, Millie, Jason Botney, Jason Bottrill, yeah. Yep. Hey, how about uh, how about that Peyton Krebs guy? He's been pretty good for them down there too. Hey, I'm excited for him to be back next year. Do you think Peyton Krebs is going to become our version of Peyton Manning? Well, I don't think he has that big of a forehead. Mm. that's a fair point. Fair point. Better athlete. <laughs> yeah, sure. I hope so. I. Uh, he seems pretty fast. Peyton Manning. Uh, well, he's definitely
1: faster. I would. I would exactly. take him in a foot race. Um, I loved uh, during the Manning cast this year. Eli, Eli, could you know sneaky funny sometimes was like ask one of their guests. Would you rather have a million dollars or one of Peyton's old helmets filled with nickels?
0: <laughs> no way. Yeah. Did he like, that who did you ask that to?
1: I forgot who it was.
0: That is unbelievable. He really is sneaky funny.
1: Yeah. He really, yeah. I like Eli. Man, imagine if there was a in cast for hockey.
0: Who would it even be? Just them?
1: <laughs> no, not them. I mean, you know what I mean. Like, there's the K-Rod cast now on ESPN. Have you seen that at all? No. <laughs> Michael K and
0: Arod during Sunday Night Baseball. Come on. Yeah? Do they really? All right. I wonder who would it be for hockey then. We should think mm. about this and like propose ideas for an upcoming episode because I feel like I want to put some thought into this. Cuz you need yeah. people who are like going to be entertaining and also give good analysis. Like it can't just be you're run of the mill, like a big name person. Like it needs to be somebody that's actually going to be like enjoyable to listen to and liven the game up a bit. And as we I'm know, not sure if that exists. personality always doesn't shine through, yeah. hockey players.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I'd really have like to think about that. I don't know if there's anyone that falls under those qualifications. Maybe we do get the Mannings.
0: Yeah, we'll just get them. We'll see. What, you know, I think that'd be fun. On. Yeah. <laughs> uh uh any other thoughts that you would like to share taylor hmm uh
1: not really not right now
0: okay well i gotta ask again because i haven't in a couple weeks and we've been getting fan mail from all over the world everywhere any country you can imagine we're getting mail letters sent to us saying straight up sabers has taylor gone to see morbius yet the oh, yeah, got, the guy from Azerbaijan
1: was interested in that. Here's the thing, it's not in theaters anymore. <laughs> um, so, I, I mean, I'm trying, I'm looking every day. <laughs> Where can I find my boy, Bias? My dude, BS. And so far, I've come up empty as far as answers go.
0: Sad. Very sad. The people are going to keep waiting for it, but it needs to happen sooner rather than later. Yeah, eventually I'll see it. Sure you will. (laughs) I'll keep asking until you do. Well, then the other big question, at least that's on the top of my mind. Did you finally finish Mr. Morrell and the Big Steppers, the new Kendrick album? I did not. Taylor.
1: Well, you know what? I had to go listen to someone else play music on Saturday. So I didn't have time. I was planning like, oh, I'm going to listen to that on Saturday, go for a long walk. But I thought, oh, maybe I'll be a good friend and go see my friend play at Hmm. Porch Fest.
0: So I didn't have a chance.
1: Yeah, it
0: was interesting. Yeah. Sounds like they suck. I thought it was okay. That's good. Oh, well, I'm sure that that friend appreciates it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Do you have any recommendations that you'd like to give? Uh, I, saw the movie Men. Player? I saw the movie Men on Thursday.
1: It was an A24 film. Pretty spooky. Eerie, even. Mm. Uh, I recommend that if you, uh, if you like that kind of stuff.
0: Very cool. What did you like about it?
1: Uh, I think two things really. One, it was real nasty. I like that, <laughs> especially near the end. It was like mm, gross. Uh, <laughs> the other thing is, I think they did a good job. They had, I don't want to give too much away about the setup, but they had a, a guy play a bunch of different fellas, different, and they're all different kinds of fellas too. And I think they did a good job of organically having those guys be the different types of annoying guys uh, to a woman. Of course, I'm sure a woman would be able to, you know, give a better answer on that. But to me, it seemed like they did a good job on that.
0: Very nice. All right, cool. I sounds like I'm not going to see it, but I feel like I already have by that lovely description. (laughs) All right. Do you have a random Sabres player? Yes. What do you got? Yuri Novotny. All right. Well, I'm going to go with Norm Milley. Good stuff. You name dropped him before. So now I got Norm <laughs> on the brain.
1: Norm on the brain.
0: Norm on the brain. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Straight Up Savers presented by the Hockey Podcast Network and the Charging Buffalo. Make sure you're checking out both of the presenters of this podcast on their respective websites whatever streaming platform you're currently listening to go check them out so that you can see all the other great shows that they're putting out on a weekly basis. And on top of that, make sure you are checking them out on social media and following them. Speaking of which, make sure you're following us on social media as well. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you can find us straight up sabers. We would love for you to keep up with us as we're now getting ready to head into the off season and all of the fun that's going to come with that as we build up to what's seeming like it's going to be a very exciting 2022-2023 season for the Buffalo Sabres. And last but not least, as Taylor mentioned before, make sure you are going over to DraftKings and using promo code THPN at checkout to take advantage of great deals. We'll be back with a brand new episode on Thursday, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a great start to your week. This has been Straight Up Sabres.